Hello and welcome back. Here we are, <laughs> back again. Check it, direct it. Let's begin. Welcome to Coffee with Kia, episode five. I'm Cassie Benedict, Director of Outreach Services. I'm Keith Ritchie, Assistant Director of Outreach. And today is a very special episode. Um, I'm looking at Zach because I'm telepathically telling him to play some comforting, cozy music during this time in the episode. It's a very special episode because we have the one, the only, Kentucky Counseling Association College and Career <laughs> Counselor of the Year. Yeah. Our Southern Kentucky Senior Outreach Counselor, Miss Mackenzie Massey, Hello. joining us today. Right. We should get a clap thing in the back. Oh, they can do that. They can do that. Hi, friends. What kind of operation do you think this I is? Don't, I had no idea. I just <laughs> tore the thing off the speaker. <laughs> she did. She's broken her mic. She's been here five minutes. I know. She's been here five minutes. She broke a mic and spilled some coffee. Like bull in a giant <laughs> And And also, confession, I don't think Mackenzie's ever listened to it. <laughs> I, I've listened to all three of them. Have you really? Yeah. I love it. That makes me really happy. Oh, no, no. I literally just finished the third one because I hadn't got a chance to finish it. We thought we were the only ones that listened. And my no, mother. I've listened to all of them. Okay. Well, now your mom will start listening since you're on it. And there's our fifth listener. That's basically our marketing strategy. If we get enough of our mothers involved with this, I mean, we're really on to something there you special. Go. That makes a lot of sense, though. All right, Mackenzie. Ma'am. Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm the Southern Kentucky Outreach Counselor. Um, I've been working for Kia, I think, uh, coming on three years. I don't even remember my start date. No, uh, even Kia doesn't remember your yeah. start It's date. either February, March, or April. <laughs> so we could be celebrating three years now. It was a start season. For <laughs> if you look back around our records, like we have multiple start dates for Mackenzie. So yes. we're not, she's. She just kept coming back but the first day. In my defense, I celebrate each start date that we have. <laughs> um, so my name is Mackenzie Massey. I'm the Southern Kentucky Outreach Counselor. Um, I have 13 counties to the south. Um, and I, I'm trying to think of like a random fact about myself. Oh, yeah. Um, my mom is my best friend. So if honestly, if I asked her to listen to the podcast, she'd be like, if you just send me the link. And then I'd have to tell her how to click on it. But she would listen. Um, I have a dog named Harley. That is like my entire life. Um, Shout out to Harley. Yes. Watching at home. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> with her little glasses on, tuned in on the couch with her coffee cup uh, that says best dog. <laughs> um, and I, this past year, uh, my wonderful boyfriend built me a chicken coop. So now I have two hens and a rooster. Uh, and, and the best eggs yeah. this side of the Allegheny. Uh, they're so boring, though, because they're white eggs. I wanted, like, blue eggs. Green, I wanted brown yeah. eggs. It looks like I literally just put them in the coop out of the store. Uh, <laughs> She's been handing out eggs to everybody, but really they're just from Kroger. Honestly, <laughs> she just wants to look cool. When yeah. I first saw that there were eggs in there, like, my first eggs ever, I was convinced that my neighbor felt really bad for me because he would see me, like, walk out to check the coop all the time and there wouldn't be eggs. And so I was like, he probably just bought them and put them in there. That, um, those chickens are costing her neighbor a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's in too deep now. Well, He's now I... For too long. I really... Honest, I, I didn't know eggs came out white. I thought that was like... You that, thought that people just bleached them? them? I, I, thought that was like a, I thought that was like a, you know, the big egg industry type of thing. No. Ladies and gentlemen, he knows a lot about financial aid yeah. and not a lot about yeah. biology. Yeah, I live yeah, in Cincinnati, okay? I, not, I don't know a whole lot He's about city Tell me you're yeah. a city I'm a city, I'm a city mouse. Actually, um, the color of the egg is actually based off the chicken's ears. So, fun fact for I the day. I didn't know chicken's had ears. I didn't either. <laughs> you all have to go to Take a, a field trip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, a field trip. Oh, my gosh. I used to work for a mobile petting zoo and pony ride place. I could just bring the petting zoo to Kia. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know like, that Joker would just be like, absolutely. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm not into animals. <laughs> they smell terrible. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love every minute of it. Yeah. We're so glad you're here to join us. We thought that our handful of listeners were needed a new voice to listen to. <laughs> I like it. And, uh, and a little bit here, Mackenzie's going to talk to us a little bit about what, so our 
mine and Keith's day-to-day job is very different than what Mackenzie does. We do a lot of kind of the managerial stuff, the personnel stuff, the big picture planning, the partnerships, things like that. And then we podcast on the side. Mackenzie is in the field, actually direct service of filing FAFSAs. And so we thought it would be nice to get her in here and give us some kind of reports from the field, what she's seeing in the world. Um, And so it was pretty soon we're going to get into that. And then the other thing we're going to share you, share you. (laughs) Here, here. We're going to share you. (laughs) Viewers can call in and give us their own chicken coop story. (laughs) We are going to share with you, it ha- does help if you say all the words in the sentence, uh, we are going to share with you some news, even more frustrating, <laughs> coming down the pike about the 24-25 FAFSA. But first, a little coffee talk, if you will. Um, the coffee talk of today is, what traditionally popular movie have you not seen? What is a movie that you feel like everybody's seen that movie, but you personally I've never seen that movie. I've got a good one. Okay. I have never seen in my life, all the way from the start to finish, Star Wars. I've seen like bits and pieces here and there, but it's just never been my thing. I feel like I've got enough problems to worry about here on Earth (laughs) and start worrying about other planets' problems. Um, So, yeah, so I'll I'll admit I've never seen Star Wars. Keith's nerd card was just officially revoked. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but I saw Mackenzie's shaking her head. You've also never seen them. I haven't even right watched that. like 10 minutes of one. Yeah. And, and also, you didn't have brother. And not that it's a. I have a brother. Oh. <laughs> We've literally been very good friends for all the time she's worked here. And it makes you. Oh, man. What if he sees this? He won't. Oh. I'm so sorry, Mackenzie's brother. I didn't know you existed. I forgot that you so, have a brother. Yeah. Like, I don't really talk to him. I have one. Just okay. But also, if you're out there, he's 19, call in he's now. 19 years my senior. Oh, so oh okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't, you weren't raised with your brother um, in the house. And not that Star Wars is a gender specific no. movie. I don't want to put raised, out the wrong message. He wasn't raised with me in the house, but when my parents were together, he was around very often talking. I, mean, I so. didn't even know he existed. <laughs> Okay, so what I was going to say was, it, would, it wouldn't shock me that you hadn't seen Star Wars, because I grew up in a house full of boys, and so they all watched it, and I, like Keith said, like, I've never sat down and watched front-to-back Star Wars, but I saw it as I was, like, walking through, and they were, you know, lightsaber and cutting off hands, and... I've seen enough pieces of it where I can kind of piece together what it is, the what gist happens, of it, right? and that's probably part of the reason why I've never actually committed to sitting down and watching it. Sure. I'm like, eh, you know... He's his father, lightsabers. Uh, spoiler story, alert. Cut to black. <laughs> it's so funny Sorry to spoil the 50-year-old movie. One of, my, one, of my best friends, one of my best friend's husbands is probably the largest Star Wars fanatic. I, like, like Physically she, or like? She literally just sent a picture from their wedding that she didn't know that they took, and they're holding lightsabers like as adults. Like, like as grown-ups at their yeah. wedding? <laughs> like, literally as adults. Um, like, he has a Mandalorian wedding ring. Wow. His birthday is May the 4th. Whoa. I it's know. like he was born yeah. to be a Star Wars that fan. That nerd card you took away from me, just oh, give it to him. That's right. Yeah. He has them all. Oh, right. the Selector's edition the original nerd cards. Card to them. Yeah. I love it. I love it. But he's never made you sit through them. I, I, I physically won't. Right. I I can't get on board. I this sounds terrible. I haven't seen like Star Wars. <gasps> what? And we're back after a bit of a technical glitch. Um, now Mackenzie and I are sharing a microphone, but sharing is caring. Yes. So that's all right with us. Um, we're used to being this close to each other. Um. Okay, so we're going to stop talking about Star Wars, which is a movie that no one in this room has seen, and yet somehow we filled three minutes of the podcast talking about a movie. <laughs> I at least walk away feeling vindicated for never seeing it. Right. Now it, it sounds like it's amongst just, everyone. The cheese no about. longer stands alone. Right, Keith. yeah. All right, Mackenzie, 
popular movie you've never seen? I haven't seen, like, the classics, if you want me to be honest. Okay. I haven't. What's um, considered a classic? We are a different age generation here. So, okay. Be, like, a days perfect, to confuse. A perfect, um, a perfect Christmas classic. Like, the, um. The Wonderful Life. The Wonderful Life. Never seen that. I don't even know. Hashtag oh, worth it. this one's really going to mess you up. Um, I haven't seen Sleeping Beauty and the Seven Dwarfs or Snow White. Well, the dwarfs belong to sleep uh, to Snow White, not Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> I haven't seen the Apple or the Dwarf. Clearly, she's not seen it because she thinks Sleeping Beauty is sleeping with just seven I, dwarfs staring at her. I, I don't know. Don't they both fall asleep? They do. Okay. There's well, a lot of sleeping happening in those 1940s Disney films. Well, I have not seen that Disney. Okay. Movie. I know I'm the I'm the absolute worst. No, I grew up on really John good. Wayne. Yeah. There oh we go. Gosh. Sorry. I, are you kidding yeah. me? I love John Wayne. Yeah. That's, um, wow. that's good stuff. Yeah. When I found out that he died in like 1976, my whole world was ruined for like a week when I was six years old because he's who I wanted to meet. That's amazing. I love John Wayne. John Wayne's my She's hero. like an onion, folks. The layers just... Did, did John Wayne surprise you? It does surprise me. Yeah. I'm, I mean, not gonna lie, I was not say, expecting that. Ultimately, you are a cowboy at heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I do get it. We had a John Wayne bathroom. It was called the John's John. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. My mom still it's has... Just like John Wayne memorabilia? Yeah, it was, so, he hung above the toilet. His, and... his actual corpse? <laughs> <laughs> I have John Wayne. Um, no, it was... Uh, it was a picture of John Wayne, and we also had, um, like, boot wallpaper, and the top, like, I don't know if y'all had wallpaper in your house. We did. My whole house was wallpapered at one point. But the bottom half was just, like, boot wallpaper, and the top half of it, when you had, like, your little border, was a cattle drive. I used to go in there and just, like, sit. It was the best bathroom ever. <laughs> Is this bathroom open to the public? Is this something I can use <laughs> my mom, at some point? My mom, once, like, wallpaper went down, and we actually had the John's John for a long time, and then we ended up selling that house, but she tore the wallpaper down. Someone bought the house? Yeah. With that thing? No, not, not with the John's with John. The corpse but in the if, we, if we called my mom right now, she would tell you where it is because it's hanging in her bathroom. <laughs> the corpse? No, the picture of John Wayne. And beside her toilet is just average John Wayne reading. We all love John Wayne, okay? He's a great man. So you watched those movies, but you didn't watch Snow White. Yeah, there was. Did you see the original True Grit with John Wayne? It's one of my favorites. The, my all-time favorite John Wayne movie We're is The Cowboys. We're actively losing viewers. <laughs> You're lying. We are just hitting a different demographic. Yeah. That, that Cassie's dad demographic. That's yeah. it. Sixty-five-year-old well, we'll, retired we'll, men are we'll all about this about conversation, yeah. and they are the backbone of this country. <laughs> we'll, we'll, con- we'll, we'll talk John, John Wayne, Wayne later. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I've never seen the Flippin' Princess yeah. movies, but I know all about yeah. John Wayne. Okay, I've and you've so never seen questions. It's a Wonderful Life. I know. I know. You've never seen It's a Wonderful. So never seen It's a Wonderful. Life. Worth it. I had only first watched It's a Wonderful Life maybe like a year or two ago. Oh, really? It's a good one. Yeah, because if it's black and white, I'm out. Isn't it? Th- like, Isn't like, it really sad though? It's it's very I don't want to feel but sad. But it, it doesn't end. I mean, it sadly. turns a corner yeah. at the end. It's a good ending. I don't want to spoil another eighty-year-old movie. <laughs> it's now I don't have to watch Star Wars. <laughs> Literally, like, uh, what is it when it's something so old that you don't have to copyright it anymore? Oh, what I know. Yeah, mean? I don't. I don't know what the term is, but I know what you're talking. We don't know. There's been so much John. Public Wayne domain, right? Public domain. Yeah, yes, literally a public domain movie. We're like, don't spoil the ending. Um, okay, so mine is Mean Girls, <gasps> right? Never seen Mean Girls. I, I haven't either. I know, right? I it, I feel I'm like it that. came out. So college was different when you know. And can you hear me like at all? Okay. Um, do you want to hear me like at all? <laughs> um, College, you know, when I went to college, you didn't get free cable. Cable was like fifty dollars a month, oh, and yeah. like none of us had fifty dollars a month, and so no one watched television. Like we didn't watch television. Yeah. Televisions weren't on in people's dorm rooms. Like at least my hall. I don't know if that was all of Transy where I went, but like we didn't watch television. We didn't really watch movies. We didn't have money to go to movies. We went to Transy. So we, oh no, you had money. You were just spending on different things. You went to, you went to transit and education. Uh, thank you, Cap Grant and Kentucky Tuition Grant. Um, this this coffee with Kia is brought to you by Cassie State Grant. 
Um, <laughs> but um, no, we so we just we didn't watch things, and so I think it came out around that time that maybe I was like getting ready to graduate. I don't know what year it came out. Anyone? Bueller? I don't know. What like, Mean what, Girls? Like, oh, mean nine? Girls. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think it's earlier than I that. I was gonna say I was oh. not in college. As, okay, we our I, producer is googling it. Currently. I'm gonna say oh. Three or 04. No. I think it's in the 2004. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Oh, I thought it was like 09. Don't out trivia the trivia master. You yeah. didn't even watch it. <laughs> it wasn't me. He's the trivia master. <laughs> I didn't know when it came out. I just knew it came out when I was in college because that whole span of time, I didn't watch anything. Like, I don't know any pop culture during that time because we were in what we called the transy bubble. So, no, I haven't seen Mean Girls. Hmm. But I'm, We're going to have to watch that. Right. We'll That's have classic. to get together and watch... Well, you'll come spend, stay the night at my house, okay. and my kids will watch Sleeping Beauty and Snow White, and you can watch them with them. I'll bring Harley. They'll love it. Okay. There so, you go. Okay. You guys are not invited. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so let's get into some actual things that people actually want to hear today about the FAFSA. Mackenzie, um, you live the FAFSA right now. You're, we know how hard you're working. We know how much you're working. You're, like, living in the field, filing FAFSAs all day, every day. Tell us what that's like, what you're seeing. And, and you can be, you know, this is a, a candid podcast, so you don't have to. It doesn't all, we know it's not all rainbows and butterflies, so you can be, you know. We do, it is a family show. Oh. But. <laughs> Noted. Noted. I'm probably the one to warn with that one. <laughs> um, I'm also not the person that you answer on speakerphone. So, for the that is true. That or is. future reference. I will vouch for that. <laughs> um, so I took the entire first week of January off um, because none of my schools were scheduled. I did not want to be in the field for the first couple days that the FAFSA was going to be out. Um, but I wasn't there the second week, and there were struggles. And then there was it was going to be great because the soft launch was done. We were open, open. It was fantastic. Um, but then we still have a lot of unanswered questions. Um, and then the federal government mm, hit us with another bomb that I'm sure we're going to talk about, um, today. So I think a lot of my, um, I think a lot of things that I'm doing in the field right now is reassurance. Am I filing FAFSA? Absolutely. Uh, but I'm also reassuring parents and students the entire nation is on a delay right now. It's not just Kentucky. It's not just you. It's not just your mom. It's not because you went to XYZ school. Um, the entire nation is on just a delay. I talked to a, I talked to a football coach yesterday um, from a college in Kentucky, and he asked me, do you know what the timeline is for football? I was like, do you think the federal government cares <laughs> what the timeline? I didn't say that. I was like, I do. I know that you're. She texted me that, and I said, I hear um, college or high school coach, college coaches yeah. across Kentucky, like, their heads oh. <laughs> simultaneously exploding when they hear that the federal student aid yeah. people don't bow down to their <laughs> sport timeline. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and I understand because you, you have a lot of kids who want to sign. You have a right. lot of kids who can't sign until they figure out how much money they're going to get. Um, and then you have coaches who see talent. And I, I know for a fact that the kid that he was talking about is talented. Um, and he doesn't want him to sign with anybody else. So that's kind of where we're at. But I think but a, what he should know is there's no other school that's going to be offering him any money. Right. You know, right. an aid package at this point either. Right. right. Yeah. The, I mean, the these FAFSA delays, I mean, it's like a domino effect. Anything that is waiting on that information is just going to have to be on hold across the board. And, and, you know, I know a lot of our messaging throughout, you know, the state has been patience, 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 you know, that, mm -hmm. that eventually it will get better because there's not a whole lot that anyone can do right. to speed it along at this point. Right. And that was a shock to him. But it was also a shock to the student that he wasn't the only one that's getting this this email of um, a missing signature. I know that there's not a missing signature. I know that that's incorrect um, right now. Uh, I, his SAI is not going to calculate because it says we're missing a signature. However, um, we know we can't get back into the FAFSA right now. We cannot access the form again once it's been submitted. 
Um, so we're unable to change that. And on my end and on the student's end, when we go in and look at it, those signatures are there. So I think it's one of those things where it's just a glitch. And I think it's one thing that is going to have to be worked out. But that is stressful. And, and I also have to remind myself, these high school seniors this year, their first year of high school was COVID. So yeah. they have taken a, they have weathered the storm. I mean, they have weathered the storm. So I often have to remind myself that it's panicky for students because it feels like every single time something always is happening. <laughs> and it is. That's so, a really good point. I hadn't yeah. thought, like, this, this group this is our first crew. COVID group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have to remind myself of that. So a lot of my job in the field right now, and I think you're going to see that with every outreach counselor because we are people and we – we know compassion, especially because we don't want to get yelled and screamed at either about why the fast is not working because we can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of my job is reassuring students it will get done. Is it going to be delayed? Absolutely. Um, are you going to see your uh, aid notification, your financial aid package later in the year? Yes. But is it going to be the same time that everybody else is getting it? Yes. So at least we're delayed together. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mackenzie, I know you, you mentioned the glitches. Um, you know, what would you say to like a parent who is seeing like an error message where they know 100% they put in the information correctly? You know, what I'm hearing from, from outreach counselors and, and other partners throughout the state, not a whole lot of success calling like the 1-800 number right now. Do you have any, any idea of like, you know, things that you've seen to, to be more successful or is it really just a waiting game? So I think it's a little bit of both. Um, my my go-to, turn it off and turn it back on. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing that I suggest. Log out and log back in. Right. Um, switch your browser up. Clear your cache. Get on it's, a different device. That sounds device. simple, but sometimes it works. I mean, it yeah. does. It's it worth is. a shot, and it's better right. than waiting on hold for 45 minutes or an hour or right. maybe not ever getting in touch with someone. And honestly, I think the biggest helpful piece, and I'm not at in any way, shape, or form tooting my own horn whatsoever because I know that every single outreach counselor is dealing with it. We're considered the experts because we file, we, sorry, we experience um, <laughs> hundreds, if not thousands of FAFSAs each year. I mean, the my, my senior class, I probably did between, I'm going to say around a thousand to twelve hundred passes last year that I had been a part of based on my senior numbers, based on my college numbers. So I see a lot of it. I think the first person that you should call when things don't look right or the first person that you should email or text, as long as it's like at a reasonable time. Don't be texting me at ten forty five, you know who you are. Um read out the phone number. Yeah. <laughs> don't think I won't. No. Um but call your outreach counselor. Hey, this is what I'm seeing. And if you're anything like, if, if your average counselor is anything like me, which you should probably probably look like are, um, <laughs> if they're anything like me, they're going to say, send me a screenshot of it. Let me see it. Or call me. What's your login? And I'll look at it from my end. Um, and sometimes I can tell you, does this email match the email that mom put on her FSA ID? Does, is, is mom's name Beth or is it Elizabeth? And so it's some things that we can troubleshoot, and I, and I think that that's very helpful, but some things we just can't. So, that, and it's stressful when the federal government is basically like, hey, we're just going to drop some things here and there. So I had, a, I had an issue yesterday, and I, I did get a hold of somebody on the chat, but it was about 45 minutes after I started the chat. Um, I didn't even try calling. Don't, I wouldn't call honestly, right now until they open it can, all up. Can we stop for a minute and appreciate just how Southern Mackenzie is getting as she gets <laughs> passionate about this? She started out very like... I will try. And no, we love it. We love it. But now she's like, I, don't call. Right. Don't we call. start out Martha? in Frankfurt. Now we're around the Tennessee well, border. Okay, so, <laughs> I grew up. I grew up in Dryers, Kentucky, which is northern Kentucky. Yeah. And every time that I go home, so that like, accent is unexplainable. But, so, well, now I live right outside Somerset, which is you hear banjos playing as soon as you cross over that Somerset line. <laughs> so I I try to be um, very. I try to not let it come out. <laughs> 
girl. I try to enunciate very well and do things. And then I forget once I get going, I forget that I have to. The more passionate you got about talking about this, the more and more. And I was just like in awe of it. I was <laughs> like watching. I was like just going down the holler yeah. well, <laughs> with you. I'm going to sound like a straight up banjo in a minute. <laughs> um, She's going to be talking. And then the fast end. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out a piece of straw to put in my mouth. <laughs> Um, okay, so let me try to get the Sorry, I'm sorry uh, to No, you're you. fine. Um, so I finally did get a hold of some. Now I have to, like, really focus don't, on it. Don't even think about it. I tried to get um, a hold of somebody on the chat. I finally did, and uh, the response was not at all what I wanted to hear, and it was, we're seeing this more and more. We're trying to get it worked out. I actually took a picture of it because I wanted people to believe me that it said, <laughs> um... You know, this is something that we're seeing over and over and over again. We're going to try to work it out. Uh, just kind of bear with us kind of thing. And it was nice to know, like, okay, they are seeing this a lot. But it was also stressful because I'm like, sure. this student doesn't care. This student just wants to get it filed so they can go back to their dual credit class and not miss any more, you know, not miss any more time during a FAFSA workshop. So... So what I'm hearing is that even when you say, like, you're not alone in this, mm -hmm. that's not enough of a comfort anymore. No, it's not. Because okay. while we're not alone, like, great, yeah, whatever. But this is a student's future. Mm -hmm. This is something that, especially me, I mean, I work in higher education. So I have been talking to these kids about their plans since eighth grade. I mean, mm -hmm. we talk, and this is this is a perfect explanation of what I do, what works for me in my territory. We talk about keys in eighth grade. Which is southern. Clearly. Texas. Evidently, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> when I tell people where I live, they're like, that's not a real place. <laughs> um, but Keith went there. We have yep. a fabulous coffee shop. I have been. Yeah. I've been. It's yes. legit. It's legit. Yeah. Right? Um, see, I And it's next I to a library. Right, I, I gave a right. key a presentation at the library, and you swore that library didn't exist. It's, there's no... He's like... Have you ever been to the library of Nancy? Homie, there is no library. There, no, I have there's given, no library in Nancy. I have given McKenzie a summer reading check out there. to a little kid at the Nancy <laughs> Library who won one of our contests about 10 years ago. Nancy is popular. Unless I dreamed too. it, which one is One of them is McKenzie, the other one is Harley. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keith, Listen, Keith dreamed that. Yeah, that wasn't a real thing. Um, <laughs> so I have been talking to these students in the southern part of the Kentucky. Uh, eighth grade, we talk about keys. Ninth grade, we talk about keys. Tenth grade, we start to plan. We start to do things. We start to talk about dual credit. We start to talk about AP. We start to talk about the benefits. Um, junior year, we start. Are you laughing at me right <laughs> now? You're like, ninth grade, we talk about keys. Tenth grade, we talk about Ks. Eleventh grade, we talk about kids. I'm not making fun of you. I'm really not. What do you I'm, think that is? I'm just so abused. <laughs> so I don't abused. think, I don't, now I, I'm just, I'm just going to swallow my accent really fast. <laughs> I'm just so amused by it. Now I have to like, focus to sound, to sound differently. differently. Um, you sound fine. I'm it. Okay. You sound fine. I will I'm say sorry. one thing you you had mentioned, you know, in terms of reaching out and, and not getting, like, the response that we hope for, right? Because mm -hmm. anytime someone reaches out to the hotline or, you know, the, the, the call center or the chat feature, you're hoping to get whatever issue that you're experiencing resolved. And right, we're not yeah. really seeing that a whole lot. So I know, you know, I, I was with uh, David Scott, our Central Kentucky Outreach Counselor, who covers, like, Lexington, Frankfurt, Georgetown area. And uh, I was with him the other day at a FAFSA workshop. One of the things that I think that, that our team is trying to do when we're out and about in the community is to try to check off of our list at anything that could be on our end, meaning the mm -hmm. student. Like, for instance, one thing that we've seen a lot of, of things that are causing some errors are like putting a space at the end of your name or your address. Like, I feel like we've heard these types of things. So I think it's important that we try to, like, check off all of those things before we fight through the customer service line. <laughs> We don't edit. We don't edit. No, no editing? <laughs> no. no. We're just... No one told me. 
There, I mean, there's two broken eggs down there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she yeah. laid an egg. Do not ever ask me to go again. I will not. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. so we talk about these kids' futures for a long time. And it got messed up their ninth grade year with COVID. It wasn't normal their sophomore year. Junior year, we started to even out. Now, senior year, every single thing is different. Mm-hmm. every single thing that we're talking about. So we prep them, we prep them, we prep them, and then we have to tell them to wait. Like, yeah. you need to be planning on the front end. You need to be doing these things on the front end. You need to be doing a lot of stuff in your in the fall semester. And then it's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, we're also not going to be able to fall FAFSA. Oh, I also told, I forgot to tell you, we're not going to be able to do this. And I, it's very stressful, it is very stressful. I hope the federal government listens to this, honestly. <laughs> we need to add federal student aid. It's very stressful for outreach because I have told everybody a specific date. This is what we're looking at. This is what we're looking for. If you go on forums, that's what you see. If you're on Facebook, if you're if you follow Student Aid on Twitter, if you follow, you know, whatever it is, you we tell these students wait, 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 wait until this date. It should be open at this date. They should be able to see it at this date. And now we have to go back and be like, oh, I forgot to tell you, <laughs> or oh, drop the ball. So mm-hmm. I have students who I said, put a reminder in your phone for February 1st, February 2nd, February 3rd, whatever it is, text me. I'm going to get 50,000 text messages from kids across my That's why your territory. phones fell on the floor. Yeah, pretty they much. Just it just gave right up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I have to tell them again, oh, we have to wait. Again. Yeah. Let's, let's stop for a second and get into the additional weight. Uh, because I feel like we're kind of dancing around it, and I want no, 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 it's okay because I want people to know the latest guidance that has come from federal student aid. And just for frame of reference, we're filming the uh, what is today, February first, February first. We're filming the February first, just a couple of days ago. So originally they came out with, you know, we forgot to adjust the income protection allowance uh, chart. And, and uh, okay, here's another disclaimer. We explain all this in depth in the last <clears throat> Coffee with Kia, but we might edit that out. <laughs> we don't know because it drops tomorrow based on when we're filming. I know this is confusing, but really that's outdated information now because we have clarification. So anyways, income protection allowances, portion of your income that's sheltered, doesn't go into the SAI, student aid index calculation. They did not inju- adjust that income protection allowance the tables that you use for the calculation for inflation. Huge inflation over the last three years. Part of the Consolidated Appropriations Act, you have to adjust for inflation. They didn't do it. And I will say that, like, with all of the frustration of the delays and everything, at least the good news about that is when we're talking about this inflation adjustment, at the end of the day when the dust settles and this thing is working how it should, it's going to mean more money for more people. Right. So right. I, I think that's important to, to realize that there are going to be more folks this aid cycle that will get like need-based aid, who wouldn't have in the old way of doing the FAFSA. Right. And they're saying, I mean, they have given us a number to the, we don't know how they calculated that number, but we're talking to the tune of $1.8 billion of extra federal aid made available to students by adjusting this income protection allowance for inflation. They, when they came out with that statement, when they issued that statement, they didn't give us a timeline. They just said, we now, we're going to do it this year. And so we didn't know, like, okay, well, are, is FAFSA data going to be delivered to colleges that's incorrect? And then they're going to repro- you know, they're going to reprocess these FAFSAs and send it to the colleges? Or is there going to be an even bigger delay? Well, a couple of days after Kia posted our announcement that said, you know, they are adjusting this, more money, but potential more delays, they came out and said definitely more delays. Now they're looking at uh, the first half of March is when colleges will get FAFSA data, okay? And just for a history lesson, last year and all previous years, you filed your FAFSA, three days processing time, and the colleges would have it after three days. Even if you filed it the minute it opened, three days later they had your FAFSA data. Now we're looking at if you filed it December 30th when it opened, I can't do the math on that, two and a half months of nothing happening not even processing, and there's two sets of processing that happen. So the feds process your FAFSA, and then the college processes your FAFSA so that they can create your award notification, aid notification, excuse me. So 
So we are hearing this newest statement, the newest guidance is nothing will be made available to the colleges until the first half, that's the exact wording they use. We mm-hmm. looked it up this morning, the first half of March, which to me says sometime before March 15th. The other thing that I was thinking about on the way in this morning that they haven't made clear to us is how are they going to roll out? They're saying at this point, on February 1st, 3 million FAFSAs have been filed. Wow. Are they just going to hit a button and they're all going to drop mm-hmm. in the college's inboxes? Like, like, are they going to roll it out slowly? Is it going to be like a dam and they just open the dam and here it all comes? Are they going to let it trickle? Are they going to send test files that then become... We don't know. Right. That's guidance that we haven't heard. All we know is, and, you know, we, we talked about this last time, but the aid offices who now have to turn around and process prospective and current students' aid notifications, having not even touched, looked at, seen their data until potentially mid-March. And, the, you know, the other side of, of this coin, you know, this is obviously delaying the processing side on like colleges' behalf, and and which is going to cause that domino effect of not getting the award notifications or the aid notifications until later, which delays the decision making process for prospective students. But the other side of this coin is, let's say you're a student or a parent, and you've already completed your FAFSA, and you forgot to put a college on there, yep. or maybe you made a mistake. There, there's something you need to make an update or a correction. Well, you got about. some sort of weird gl- glitch. Excuse me, my mouth just glitched. Um, that didn't. <laughs> allow you to put a parent signature in mm-hmm. right which has been a common glitch yeah mm-hmm. and then so we're waiting for that same process to happen because you can't go in and, and reopen a FAFSA that's been submitted and it's processing so every student that I've encountered and every parent that I've encountered who has already submitted their FAFSA who is fortunate enough to be able to get to the finish line right. if they log on to studentaid.gov they're seeing in review or processing still and it's not like you can you can't go back in and change anything Whereas before, in a normal year, you submit that thing and, oh, whoops, I made a mistake or I left a college off my list. Wait a few days and then you're good to go to go back in, hit make updates and corrections. That updates and corrections button is not going to happen until the processing is over. So that part is not, you know, not just on the college's end, but even on the family's end, they're not even able to go in and make any sort of edits or adjustments until mid-March at this point. And, And like Cassie said, there's no... We don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't know if we don't know if that if it's going to be a gate that opens. But we also don't know if after the gate opens, how many days is it going to be for students to go back in and make those corrections? Just like you said, we don't have a timeline of that. So, but and, and also something that something that you said reminded me of it. We have schools who on a on a year where FAFSA opened in October. They're not sending out aid notifications, award letters, financial aid. They're not sending that out until March as it is. Mm-hmm. So now it, we don't know when kids are going to get their aid notification. Because if it was March on a normal year, we have no idea what it's going to be now. Right. And that's the, that's the hardest part is the unknown. And like we said last time, like we've, we've beat into people's heads May 1. May 1 mm-hmm. is when right. you have to... Let your colleges know what you're going to do. That's your national candidate selection reply date. There's no possible yeah. way. Literally. No one, th- possible one thing way. that I'm hearing a lot from um, phone calls from families are, are concerns about, like, certain deadlines that are in and above just, like, on the college side, but certain scholarship programs yep. or need-based mm-hmm. programs that are somehow affiliated with the data from the FAFSA. And, you know, there are scholarship programs and different things that are out there, not just in Kentucky, but across the nation, that require some sort of proof that the FAFSA was filed, and it shows, like, your student aid index. And I will say what what I'm hearing from some of these organizations is that some have decided to take things like a screenshot of just the the congrats. Exactly, which doesn't really show a whole lot. Right. But it could at least be a placeholder if you're experiencing, like, this worry of, I've got this priority deadline for whatever program this is, and I'm afraid I'm not going to hear anything back until then. It may be worth a phone call or an email to that organization to see if that will at least suffice, at least in the short term. Right. And that's, you know, and all of this, we're not even touching the fact that there's an entire population that can't even access the FAFSA at this point. Mm -hmm. 
and that is the students whose parents are undocumented. Um, we are going to take a quick break, um, hear a word from our sponsor. I'm not going to do it this time. <laughs> He'll edit me in, so I'm not going to do it this time. But it's there's a good chance it's going to be my voice you have to listen to again. Uh, here's a word from our sponsor, but when we come back, we'll talk about um, just continued frustrations and the implications of the delay, and then we're going to offer some guidance that <laughs> whatever guidance we have, we're going to take a break and figure out what that guidance is. <laughs> no, we're going to take uh, we're going to talk about some some guidance that we have for you moving forward with the delays, and um, and then maybe we'll make you laugh like once or twice more before we close up today. All right, and now a word from our sponsor. Do you need help paying for college? Your first step is completing a FAFSA, free application for federal student aid. The 24-25 FAFSA will be available in late December 2023 and is more user-friendly. More students will be eligible for aid than ever before. Kia counselors and others are ready to help you. You're not in this alone. For more information, use the QR code or text money to 800-928-8926. Or you can visit gearupky.org slash money. And we're back uh, again with our guest star, Mackenzie Massey. Um, before the break, we talked, uh, I mentioned very quickly, undocumented, the population of um students who still really can't even file the FAFSA. And so for that, we're talking about students whose parents do not have social security numbers. You know, we were told it was touted that we would have this ability to create FSA IDs for those parents, and it was going to work beautifully. And thus far, um, none of those things have really been the right. case. Right. I, I, you know, I know... Um Federal Student Aid had mentioned that, you know, the, this new partnership with TransUnion, like the credit agency, would allow folks to be able to go through this process. And I know, you know, you and I had sat in on several trainings yep. about this leading up to the opening of the FAFSA. And, you know, I remember some of the questions being asked, like, how likely is it that an undocumented parent would be able to go through that TransUnion verification process? And we were reassured that Almost an overwhelming majority yeah. of, of folks would be able to get their identity verified through this. And it just hasn't worked how it was initially planned. To make it worse, I, I can tell you this, that, um, you know, that, that second layer of support to help get through that FSA ID process is to reach out to the 1-800 number, which, as we already mentioned, has not been a doable thing for hardly anyone at this point. Um, I think I've, I've, I've seen one family go through the process where they were able to submit, like, passports and some other identification right. documents, but... Even in that situation, the one time I saw it successfully at least be submitted, well, that doesn't mean they have an FSA ID. It doesn't mean it's been processed yet. It means that the parents have sent in what they need to send in. My biggest concern, though, is if this transunion process doesn't work in a timely manner, how many undocumented parents have one of the things listed on the approvable right. document list? Right. That's something, because I would venture to say that there are going to be quite a few situations where that's not going to be something that's doable. And, and really just to drill down even further is, you know, you're referencing parents and students who have come to a Kia outreach counselor to get help. Right. If there are parents out there who don't have social security numbers and they're wanting to go through this process and they're not sitting right next to a Kia outreach counselor, like I really feel for that population of parents. Um, Lene is not with us. She's still alive. She's fine. But if she were here, she would say, scooch over this way. So everyone scooch oh, over. Oh, am I falling off the No, like, li like, she would say. Like, literally, yeah. everyone needs to scooch over. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, check that frame. It's like half of this wall and almost none of Keith. So really, it <laughs> looks <improvement>. good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Stay with that. <laughs> okay. All right, we have scouched over. <laughs> That's the past tense. Yeah. Scooch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, so yes, that's the population that we worry about. And to top it all off, there is no updated timeline for that system to be up and running. And to me, I think that that's probably the most frustrating thing to me. It, I, I understand the delays. I understand things don't work how we plan 
all the time, but the lack of being able to tell a family when to expect this to be resolved, that that's hard. And I, and I feel for, for anyone who's going through that, and I wish I had a better answer. But, mm-hmm. but legit, that is, that, that is the official response, is that there is no real time frame for this to get resolved. Right. So we're really kind of just in this holding pattern until right. we hear more. And the, I mean, the one piece of good news for these parents is that nobody's batches are getting processed. So, like, right. the fact that you can't file isn't really putting you behind, we don't think. <laughs> because, again, we don't know, are they releasing ICERs, um, that FAFSA data for, on the college side, as, like, a first in, first out? Is it, you know, we, we just don't know. But we're all on the same playing field in that no ones are being, fa- are being processed at this point. What I honestly, you know, and this isn't, like, an official – Kia response or anything like that, but in my these heart views of hearts, do not represent right. yeah, his employer. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just, I think in my heart of hearts, what's going to end up happening? I think the idea of deadlines and stuff. I think there's just going to have to be a lot of grace in this Absolutely. spring semester as we get closer and closer to packaging. And and I, mm-hmm. you know, when you start thinking like we haven't even really started talking about like financial aid verification, will that even be able to be a thing this year? Right, given. The delays that we're already experiencing. Right. I and just I feel like fastest, there's a something's going to have to give. Yes, yes. The number of fastest I feel like that will need to be verified. That we were kind of led to believe there would be many fewer, and we don't necessarily feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And when is verification going to happen? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Like we're just scratching the surface. Because I mean, there's going to come a point where you know the fall semester is going to start, right? And like we're still cleaning things up, you know. So I, I just I feel like something's going to have to give and and you know to to the credit of of the college access field and and the colleges and universities i have heard a lot of organizations talk about being more relaxed with students and right you know getting rid of some deadlines and i know other states you know we're blessed in kentucky to have a first come Mm -hmm. first serve kind of system instead of could you imagine the amount of stress we'd be under if like we were coming up on like a priority deadline for state aid right so you know so i thank my lucky stars that we don't have that in Kentucky, but I know other states have had to scramble mm-hmm. to right. get rid of some of those deadlines. One thing that, you know, and one thing that I really want to reiterate is, you know, this news, I think there's no way to get around this news is disappointing. Mm-hmm. This timeline is disappointing. The delays are disappointing. And I think for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I think even for the Department of Ed and federal student aid, I really don't see anyone sitting there going, you know, now let's make a wait till March. Right. You know, like, I don't see them. I think about that meme of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio where he's going like, <laughs> you know that yeah. meme? And they're like, uh, let's, make a, let's make them wait longer. Right. Like, let's tell them this and then we'll do that. Like, I, I can't imagine being a staff member at FSA or DOE yeah. right now and the scrutiny they're under and the pressure and how, you know. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being somebody in the call center. Right. Taking right. a phone call from me. <laughs> <laughs> These frustrated parents, right. I think that the thing that, I think a word that perfectly, right. I think a word that perfectly describes this right now is it's just a barrier right now. But barriers are movable or you can just get over them. <laughs> we just have to. Right, and stick it out. And that's what everyone doesn't want to do because (laughs) we are so used to this go, 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 deadline, deadline, deadline culture, especially in higher education, that we don't want to be told to wait. Right. So I think that that's a struggle. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to leave you with no support and no way, no tangible ways to navigate these delays. So Mackenzie and Keith, if you guys could offer up some advice on how to navigate the continued delays, what would you say? That's good. Not it. (laughs) (laughs) So to me, knowing that we can't control the ability of whether or not the FAFSA is going to go through and we can't really speed up the processing at, at all, that doesn't mean there aren't other things that you can work on during this time frame that'll put you in a better position for aid eligibility and and just getting prepared in general for college. The way I look at it is take all of the FAFSA stuff and throw it out the window. At the end of the day, from a time frame standpoint, I've always preached and preached and preached. 
apply to as many schools as you could ever see yourself going to in the fall. Right. Send that FAFSA to all of them. And then wait until the spring anyway to get these award notifications back and, and then make the best financial decision you can for, your, for you and your family. So I think this is, in some ways, this can be a great opportunity to take your time and really dive into the college options. This is a force to pump the brakes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I do think, you know, going back to like what you mentioned, Mackenzie, that, you know, we, we have been trained in a way in, in, in our culture to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, mm -hmm. and on to the next task. Use this time to really dig into some research. Right. You know, ask questions not just about the FAFSA, but ask admission reps about, mm -hmm. you know, different you know, nuances of this school versus this school. And I think that, you know, just knowing that everything from a financial aid standpoint might be on hold, that doesn't mean admissions necessarily is on hold. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean Absolutely. that, you know, campus life related things right. aren't on hold. So I think there's certainly enough that you can do when it comes to the financial aid piece, because obviously that's, in my opinion, one of the biggest pieces of that puzzle is how do you pay for it? You can always start looking for scholarships. Use this time to start padding whatever that FAPS is going to bring us. At, at the finish line because at the end of the day if you have that mentality of looking for scholarships and treating it like a part-time job you'd be shocked at how much you yeah, could yeah. potentially stack up on right. top of one another and to mm -hmm. kind of add to that if you are in um, higher education or college access this is a great time to really hone in on those kids that haven't made a decision so if you're recruiting perfect time to you know talk to those students who haven't made a decision yet if you're a student who hasn't made a decision and you're waiting on, you know, you're waiting on the financial aspect to make a decision, I also think it's important to be taking those college tours, to be talking up, um, to be talking to students who are currently there, going to sports events, because while you thought that it may have been a financial decision that you're trying to figure out, it might not just be all based on that. You know, there may be a college in your mind that pulls ahead. Uh, because of something on campus, because of getting plugged in early on, because of following them on social media, because of this, there's a lot of things that you can be doing to be getting get involved with the college life that doesn't have anything to do with financial aid. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to bid farewell to our fourth podcast member. The accent, she gone. Not heated anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not heated anymore. Yeah. Is it? Because now I like, okay. Yeah. It's gone. Okay, yeah. good. Good. That's, we dry, were... that's dry ridge, Mackenzie. Oh, my gosh. Right. right. That was we, so rough We me. never know if we're going to get the cowboy or the college access professional. I, <laughs> since I have been sitting here, I don't know if you've noticed. Sorry, since I've been sitting here, I don't know if you've noticed. I haven't looked at the camera a whole lot. And I also am trying really hard to not sound like a banjo. <laughs> I'm trying Wait, what, to be... What camera? Oh. 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 We didn't see you come didn't in. Didn't see you there. Right. <laughs> I didn't see you there. <laughs> One day, Key is going to let us make a commercial where that's how we start it. Because yeah. Keith and I are dead set. It's going to be like a... Oh. Yeah. Hello. Every time we've had to make a video... Didn't see you there. We've started that's out how with we like wanted... a, Yeah, that's what we've that's said how we at some point. In our that's so weird. Uh, we are. Yeah. Um, Keith, you, I think you had one more recommendation. Did you? Just looking for scholarships. It's on and this if, paper if you don't remember yeah, thank net you, price thank calculator. You. Yeah. So a couple things. <laughs> it's in the notes I wrote you. It's in your script thank that you. I – We yeah. script out word for word this entire podcast. Right. And yeah. it also didn't say it was like scholarships. Right. right. Yeah. It says scholarships. You already talked about that one. Oh, the other one. <laughs> Move on to the next one. Okay, thank you. Hold up. Let me just make a quick note. Net price calculators. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so at least this can give you a, a decent starting point. So, you know, we, we have some of these through our website, Kia.com, but there, I mean, there are other ones out there as well. But anyway, it can be a great opportunity to start comparing, you know, side by side your, di your different college options. And is it going to be an exact replica of what you're going to see when the actual FAFSA gets processed? No, it's not. But it is at least a good ballpark idea of what you're up against. And it's that kind of will help prepare you look. for when you get the official aid package later on. If it were me, if this were my student going through this process and we were in this delay, we were in this holding pattern, like Keith said and Mackenzie said about doing your research mm -hmm. and knowing everything there is to know and kind of having your rank of like, these are the schools that I'm most interested. This is if you're mm -hmm. a prospective college student. I mean, if you're a college student, you just keep on keeping on. 
but um, you know, have your list of if this if my financial aid package comes back for school A and it looks great, that's where I'm going to go. If it comes back and it doesn't look affordable to me, I'm totally okay to end up at school B. And you know, okay, if it doesn't come back, if neither one of those come back and look the way I think they're going to look, um. Make, can I settle on C? Can I, you know, can I apply for more scholarships? I would have a clear plan A, B, and C mm-hmm. at minimum of what your plan, what you're going to do when once your aid offers come back. Absolutely. Um, okay. Finally, we just wanted to put in, we just wanted to, uh, we don't want to fail to mention that Mackenzie mentioned at the beginning, you know, there was kind of a week of like bliss where everything just worked mm-hmm. and we're back to seeing some some glitches, so we know those are happening. And sometimes, I was gonna say sometimes glitches just be glitches. Sometimes glitches be glitches. <laughs> I don't think I can say that. <sighs> I love how me and Kim are both like. You're like, what you see? Right. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Stick to the script. Stick to the script. <laughs> There are glitches, and sometimes glitches are just... Glitches just be glitched, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just be glitched. <laughs> We've completely fallen apart here. Turn, so go, ahead, go ahead. We're so hungry. <laughs> Our blood sugar is so low. Um, there, there are still glitches, and sometimes those glitches, there are no workarounds. There are no good answers. There are no um, solutions, and I know often... You know, people call their key outreach counselor, mm-hmm. they call us, they call their um, financial aid directors at their colleges, and we can't fix those things. <laughs> and no one can fix those things. They're just, there are just no workarounds. And so I want people to be prepared for that. I don't think there's anything wrong with once you start, if you're in your fast and you start seeing some glitches, just to click save and come back later mm-hmm. and try again. I think there's, that's a, that's a great plan. Um but I know also a lot of people need to, outside of the glitches, call the FSA hotline, the 1-800-4-FED-AID, for FSA ID issues or to be if they're locked out or if they're having something that they need some help with. And the reports and the experience have been um, unprecedented wait times yeah, and dropped calls. So you may be waiting on, on hold for a very long time, and then it just hangs up. <laughs> so... You're not the only one experiencing that. We're all seeing that in the field. We're all seeing that across the board. And so, you know, this is frustrating for you, and it's also frustrating for everyone else who's filing it. You know, there are some that go through just fine. Mm-hmm. But um, so just know that. And we're all picking up the phone and calling one 800 mm-hmm. And so they're just completely inundated. So we didn't want to fail to mention that. Um, Keith, you had a couple plugs, and then we're going to – yeah, as we mentioned, you know, as of the day that we're recording this, it's February 1st, which is pretty exciting stuff around Kia uh, parts, is that it starts FAFSA February. So you'll see a lot of social media posts throughout the month. Um, if you go to our sister website, kygoestocollege.com. People are celebrating just outside the door. There we go. Absolutely. They're, Can you hear them? He they, just hear them. The <laughs> they just heard the news. They just heard the news. <laughs> uh, but anyway, check out kygoestocollege.com. We have a social media toolkit on there. If you, if you work at, at the college level or high school level, help us spread the word. It helps shine a light on the necessity of financial aid when it comes to being a part of that, that puzzle piece to help with college access. The other thing, do you want to talk a little bit about Sunday FAFSA Fun Day? Sure. Um, a new initiative all around the state of Kentucky is Sunday FAFSA Fun Day, not always held on Sundays. So that is um, in parentheses, Sunday FAFSA Fun Day. Um, College campuses across the state of Kentucky were up to 33 sites across the state of Kentucky in the month of February will be hosting events on their campus. On their, These are hosted at college campuses where they are offering expert help, <coughs> Kia, um, to help you file your FAFSA. <laughs> and so that, that was a joke. It's not just Kia. It's financial aid offices and TRIO and all and we, the... And they, they came to our trainings. So, That's right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Um, so, anyways, go to kygoestocollege.com, scroll down, you'll see the FAFSA 
the Sunday FAFSA Fun Day list of host sites. Find one near you. Head on over there and get your FAFSA filed if you haven't already. Um, or if you are a college access professional listening to this, reach out to that campus and see if they need more expert help because they just might need an extra pair of hands. Um, Mackenzie, what, did you have something else? I was going to say about the, the Sunday FAFSA Fun Day, we sweeten the pot a little bit too oh, for right. some students that's if they do right. show up at one of these. So, go for it. Yeah, I was just going to say, so if you do decide to uh, go to one of these Sunday FAFSA Fun Day events throughout Kentucky, you can also enter for a scholarship. We're going to have a scholarship drawing at the end of the month to, to mark the end of FAFSA February. So uh, it's a quick, easy scholarship to do. You just scan a QR code. No essay involved. No essay involved. So it takes about eh, 10 to 30 seconds to do it. <laughs> and it True. could mean some, uh, you know, a decent chunk of change in your pocket to help toward uh, these college costs. That is correct. Mackenzie, what parting advice, words, wisdom, funny stories do you have for us? She's just going to say, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I am so scared to talk. <laughs> Don't. I've um, ruined her. I have no idea. Um, so I think my biggest piece of advice would just to be patient. Be patient and also communicate. I think that it's super important that you're communicating with your family about these things because it is so, I feel like frustrating is a strong word. It's annoying when when I know that your high school counselor has talked about um, parents having FSA IDs created and we get to a FAFSA workshop and the parent doesn't have an FSA ID created. Parents, have your FSA ID created before you're getting help because we are unable to complete the FAFSA without your FSA ID. Um, j just do it. It might take like 10 minutes, but it's going to save you some time too. Um, and just be patient. Be patient with your outreach counselors who are, my phone's gone off four times since I've been sitting here. Um, during our break, we answered emails. We called people back. We answered text messages. So just be extremely patient um, and be patient with your colleges as well. And a little piece of advice for colleges. Hmm. Here comes unfiltered because they... <laughs> um, Stop telling students that they have to have the FAFSA done right now because I know you can't see it. So I understand that you have um, that you have a lot that you have to do, but also these students are panicking. So colleges, I know that it's stressful for you, but also be patient um, give and grace. give grace. Give lots of grace. Um, and if you have questions, reach out to Kia too because if you all are getting your information from the Facebook, chances are it's probably not the same information. Unless you're getting it from Kia, Facebook, follow us on X, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Google, I don't know. Um, <laughs> follow us on all the places because we give the best advice, um, and it's advice that you'll need. So that's going to be my parting gift. Don't call it a comeback. That accent's been here for years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mackenzie, thank you so much for yes. joining us yes. today. And to all of you, fives of tens of people <laughs> listening to this podcast and watching Hi, us Mom. on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> Hi, Mackenzie's mom. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, like Mackenzie said, follow us on our social media channels. Lots of sage advice being given out. Keep listening to Coffee with Kia. We've got fun, exciting things coming up and more special guests, more uh, guest hosts coming in for us. Um, Thank you for joining us for episode five of Coffee for Kia, Coffee with Coffee for Kia. Please send us all the coffee, <laughs> gift cards. I mean, we'll take it. Starbucks, Dunkin'. We don't discriminate. Um, where we spill the beans about all things financial aid. Until then, happy drinking of your coffees. Get your mug. Get yeah, your mug. Okay. Me. Happy drinking <laughs> of your coffees and fasting. <laughs> Recent guidance from Federal Student Aid has indicated that they will be updating the income protection allowance charts used in the Student Aid Index calculation to determine aid eligibility on the 24-25 FAFSA to account for inflation. This is good news because it means an additional $1.8 billion in federal aid will be made available to students.
This does, however, mean that FAFSA processing will experience additional delays resulting in aid notifications from your colleges and universities being pushed further into the spring. Please know that your colleges and universities will work as quickly as possible after receiving FAFSA data in mid-March to get your aid notifications out to you, but they can only work as quickly as information is made available to them. We understand that the 24-25 FAFSA is still experiencing some glitches and that the call center for federal student aid is experiencing unprecedented call volumes, which result in long wait times and dropped calls. The chat function often has a lesser wait time, so we encourage you to try that if you have questions for federal student aid. But be patient with your outreach counselors, college financial aid offices, and the Department of Education as we all navigate this change together. Contact your Kia outreach counselor if you need assistance with your FAFSA, and hang in there, Kentucky.